everyone. Welcome to episode four of Unqualified Talk. I'm very excited for today's episode because it's a lot more lax. Um, I feel like my first two were not serious, but kind of. And so for today, we're actually going to be doing an episode on my pet peeves. This topic, Emma Chamberlain does a series on Anything Goes about her pet peeves. And for some reason, I absolutely love listening to those episodes. I think they're so funny just hearing what bugs other people so much. So I thought I would share some of my biggest pet peeves with all of you. And maybe you guys can relate. So the definition of a pet peeve, according to vocabulary.com, is a particular thing that bugs you every single time. If your pet peeve is how people misuse a word, you're in the right place. That's their little definition. I like that one. So we're going to start off really strong with one of my number one top pet peeves, and that is annoying children. (laughs) I don't mind children, but backstory on this, growing up, I never really wanted to have my own children. I thought all kids were annoying. And I'm still pretty leaning towards not having kids when I'm older, but that'll be a whole different episode. Um, And I've grown to, you know, get past thinking all children are annoying, but there are some that that are still out there, for sure. I have a niece and nephew now, both one and two, and I think it's kind of softened me a little bit. But the, the reason why I've always struggled with children is because I have a really hard time using my imagination with kids. I basically talk to them as if they were adults, which doesn't always go well for me. Whenever I hold kids, they tend to cry. I don't know. We just don't vibe. There's something about it. We just don't get along. And I work, you know, at a gelato cart, and that brings a lot of children obviously, you know, ice cream, gelato. And oh my gosh, sometimes it can be really hard for me to hold my tongue, especially when, you know, I have kids screaming at me, I want chocolate, I want chocolate, I want chocolate. Like, oh, it just like shakes me to the core. And you know, a lot of people I work with know that I have a really hard time with kids. And so it makes them like laugh watching me like interact with them because I'm just so not you know oh okay let me get you chocolate would you like you know what would you like a cup a cone I just I'm working on that because you know you're there to please the customer always but I don't know man sometimes I'm like I can't do it I I don't want to talk to this kid but you know what There are a lot of children that I come across, too, that are very sweet, you know, very loving, and so it balances out. Not all children are bad, but the annoying ones, man, that is tough. And I am sure I was an annoying kid, too, and annoyed some people, so I guess this could be my karma. But yeah, that's pet peeve number one. Second pet peeve that I have is when people are hangry and they take it out on me. (laughs) My boyfriend is the 
worst for this. Because here's the deal. When I'm hungry, yeah, you know, it puts me in a bad mood, but I'm not going to go and take it out on somebody else just because, you know, I don't have food right now. And the, re- the main reason why it bugs me when people, you know, act hangry and say they're hungry is I'm like, dude, there are so many people out there that don't get food for days on end. And you're going to get food within the next, you know, hour, whatever it be. And so suck it up. In my opinion, I'm just like, suck it up. And for me, I hate when people are hangry and take it out on me. So I do my best, you know, to not do that to other people. But I don't know, it just irks me to the core. Sometimes I literally want to smack my boyfriend and be like, shut up. I know you're hungry. We will get you food, but like quit being a grump to me or I will lose my shit. That's a big one. And I feel like a lot of people can, you know, I don't know, either you're a really hangry person or you're not. And a lot of people in my family are hangry people. My sister is a great example. And sometimes I just want to be like, dude, you will get food. I promise you by the end of the day, you will have food. Think about the others that don't. That's what I always say to people. I'm like, just think about people who don't get food all the time like you. Third pet peeve. When people start a conversation with a joke. Now, the reason why this is a pet peeve of mine is because I don't get jokes. It takes me a while to process jokes, especially if they're like, you know, old school jokes. And I feel like this is an older person thing. Like when they go to start a conversation, they say like some odd joke that, you know, hasn't been used in 20 years, expecting you to like catch on and know what they're saying. And then it always turns into like this super awkward laugh, like, ha, ah, ah, good one. And you literally don't even understand the joke. Maybe this is just a me thing. Maybe I'm just, you know, slow in the joke category. But man, I hate that. Because then it just creates an awkward conversation following it. And we know, you know what, guys, how I feel about awkwardness. I don't like it. And so... Please don't ever come up to me and try to talk to me by saying a joke because odds are I won't get it and then it'll just be weird. Next pet peeve. When people ask for an explanation when I say no. Now, I don't know if this is necessarily, I guess it is a pet peeve to me because it does really irk me after. I'm just like, why are you questioning me? Because I've learned When people say no, they're saying no for some reason, whether that be, you know, they're tired, they don't want to be social, this doesn't seem like an event they they would enjoy, but I'm not going to question you. I've learned to never question anybody ever when they say no, because obviously there is a reason why they're saying no, and that's none of my business. And so when people you know, ask me like, hey, do you want to go do this? Do you want to go do that? And I say no. And then they're like, why? And, you know, then I have to explain myself, which bugs me. And then they go on to say, you know, well, you really should. You sh- you really should go do this. They try to like beg me, you know, 
to change my mind. Because here's the deal. A lot of the times I will change my mind because I'm a freaking people pleaser. And that's something I work on too all the time. But then it causes me to go to something I don't want to go to or don't want to do. And that's just not fun for anybody. And I'm not the type of person when, you know, I have to do something I don't want to do. I'm not going to take it out on other people. But there are people who, you know, they say no and then you make them go and it's miserable for both of you because they're pissed that they're there or whatever whatever the thing is that they said no to that they're doing. They're pissed about it. They take it out on you. You know, it's not good for anybody. So let's just stop questioning, okay? Let's just stop questioning or at least don't question me when I say no. I don't say no very often. But when I do, there's usually a valid answer for it. So don't ask me. Next is open cupboards. Maggie, if you're listening, this is something we, you know, both feel very strong about. We lived with four boys this past year. And the amount of times the cupboards got left open, it it just rocks you to the core. And if you're somebody that hates the cupboards being open, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're just like, really? You couldn't just open it and close it and leave it the way it was. No, you had to open it, leave it wide open so everybody can see into the cupboard. I don't know. This one, it's not hard to go, you know, and close the cupboard. But it's just like, come on. Who's leaving it? Who's leaving it open? We cannot be friends. I'm just kidding. But for real, just close the cupboards, you guys. Just close them. Your moms will be appreciative. The other people you live with will be appreciative. Just close the damn cupboard. These next two have to do with driving. Next three. Wow. I guess I have a lot of, you know, pet peeves when it comes to driving. The first being when people pull out in front of me. Now, I think... A lot of people, you know, can attest to this, pissing them off. But it happened to me, like, literally two days ago. No one, no car behind me. I live in a small town, okay? The traffic is is not bad here. It's one thing if, if you really got to, you know, go because you have a small gap, whatever, and, you know, traffic is flowing. But where I live, no, not the case. I was in the car with two of my friends. We were driving. And I kid you not, I was maybe 100 feet away from, you know, the person who decided to pull out in front of me. And not only did they pull out in front of me, but they didn't, you know, hit the gas. It was like a slow pull out. I had to slam on my brakes. I even honked. I don't honk at people because, you know, I'm not the best driver and I, I probably do things that piss other people off. So I don't feel like I have the right to, you know hit my horn all the time, but I did it because I was just like, dude, are you for real? Are you actually for real? That was so uncalled for. And now I'm just mad. Now I'm just mad at you. And now you're causing me, you know, to be all up in your grill when you could have just waited the extra 20 seconds for me to pass. And then you could have pulled out with no one around you. Gosh, that's just so irritating to me. Obviously that one, you know, 
gets me a little bit. When people have their windshield wipers going when there is no precipitation. This is something that I'm just like, come on. You don't hear, like, when people are driving and their windshield wipers are going with no precipitation, I'm like, how do you not hear that horrible screeching sound of a dry windshield and a dry squeegee? How are you not noticing that? Because it's happening every five seconds and you're continuing to let it happen. My mom is the worst culprit of this. Oh my gosh. She will let it, she will let it run for like, I don't know. If I don't say anything, I'm sure five minutes at least with nothing, you know, nothing going on. Just like, I can't even describe the, like the way it sounds, but Oh, it makes me so mad. I have to flick it off for her all the time. All the time. I don't know. She's kind of like oblivious to those types of things. So it's, it, maybe it's not really her fault. I love you, mom, if you're listening. Um, the next thing is when people don't go to the speed limit. Now, I'm not asking anybody to speed. I don't speed anymore. I've had my fair share of tickets. I'm done with that. Uh, I don't have the money or the time to deal with tickets, so I go the speed limit, maybe five over, max now. But what I'm saying is the people that choose to go five to ten below the speed limit, mm-mm, mm-mm, especially once again, my town is very small, there's, you know, there's one highway and you don't get a passing lane, you know, for five miles sometimes and it's like really come on it's posted everywhere it's a 55 and you're going 45 and look at this big line of cars behind you like how are you not aware of that yeah that one's tough for me and you know I feel really bad too when that happens and then you pass them and it ends up being like a really old person and you're like okay you you get a break but I think it happens a lot where I live, too, because there's a lot of tourists, and, you know, they don't know, but still, I'm like, you probably have your GPS on. It says right there what the speed limit is. Pick it up. Pick it up. Next. People who talk a lot during movies. This is a big one for me. Um, And, you know conversation here and there when you're at home watching a movie is normal or like a little comment here and there being like oh wow that was a good scene oh wow I like you know that angle of filming I don't know (laughs) I don't know do people even really like analyze movies that much I don't think so but when people non-stop talk through a movie that you've put on to solely watch the movie there are times when you know you just throw on a tv show or a movie to have conversation, do your homework too with your friends, whatever. I'm talking about when you decide, hey, no one's seen this movie. We're going to watch it tonight. Let's put it on. And someone is just running their mouth, whether it be about the movie, whether it be about something completely random, I don't care. Shut your mouth, please. Please shut your mouth. I've had to leave rooms because 
people were nonstop talking and I just could not handle it. I was like, no, this is not going well. I'm about to blow up. I'll just go watch the movie by myself. <laughs> In silence. So yeah, that that's one that, you know, gets me. I think other people can relate to that one as well. Sudden stops in large groups of people. I just recently went to Florida for vacay, six-day vacay, and we went to, you know, Universal Studios and Disney World, and there's a lot of people there, and, like, I don't mind, you know, large crowds. That used to be something I really hated being around, was, like, a lot of people at one time, but now I don't really mind it so much, but what I do mind is when you're walking and someone in front of you just decides to stop in the middle of everyone and you run over them. Like you legit run over them. I ran into somebody because they just stopped. I don't know what she was doing. I don't know if she was like, oh, I want to go on this ride. Or she like saw something on her map or was looking at her phone. I don't know. But I literally ran into her and I was like, ma'am, this is not the spot or place in flowing traffic to just pop a squat. Like, no. And Maggie and I, we went with our moms and we were talking about how though, like, our moms do it too. They'll be walking in the grocery store and all of a sudden they'll just stop and there's like somebody behind them. You'll have to like apologize for them. You'll be like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Mom, move. Come on. What are you doing? And so like, I get it, but still it bugs me every time. Definition of a pet peeve right there. This is one I'm really, really trying to work on because, you know, it all goes in the same place. But when my food touches, especially when it's like, you know, something sweet touches something salty, no. No, absolutely not. I'm the type of person that, like, there has to be space in between each different type of food on my plate or else I won't eat it. Like, I will go around that border and not eat the touching food. And I'm getting better about this as my, like, palate matures. But, man, there are some times, like, especially when I was a kid, oh my gosh, I, I would almost, like, lose it because, you know, I have a little bit of OCD, and so, like, I get really obsessive about things. And so it led me to, like, literally freak out if somebody, like, made me a plate too and any of the food was touching. I was like, no, absolutely not. Even to the point that, like, when I have, you know, say, like, a, a dish we eat a lot at my house is spaghetti and salad. Yeah, no, those are not going on the same plate. The dressing of the salad cannot touch the spaghetti, nor can the sauce of the spaghetti touch the salad, or else it's a no-go. Absolutely not. Cut off. We're not doing that. So yeah, I know a lot, of, like a lot of my friends too, as kids, you're either, you're either somebody who can like deal with their food touching, or you're somebody who absolutely cannot. I'm an in-betweener now, but it still bugs me when like, specific items touch each other. Next one is when people don't pre-rinse their dishes. 
I just don't understand how you would think that it would be okay to put a plate that just has literal like big bits of food in a dishwasher. Tell me how that makes sense to any of you that do that. I want to know what, how does, what's the logic in that? Because, you know, how hard is it to just flick on the sink, run the plate under, and stick it in the dishwasher? But you know what? It's probably because most people, like, can't even stick it in the dishwasher. It just goes right in the sink. And then from there, who knows? Who knows what happens? But I guess, too, like, this is definitely something you, like, either do or don't do in your household. But, like, once you start living with other people you will realize like there's either pre-rinsers or there's not. Like I've had to legit pull stuff out of the dishwasher to pre-rinse it for other people because it's like just full of food. And I'm like, do you want that food rubbing on all the other dishes when they're all trying to be washed? Like, ew, no, absolutely not. Yeah, that one doesn't like bug me, you know, to the core, but it still like annoys me anytime it happens. Another one, people when they board airplanes. Now, the reason why this bugs me so much is because when, you know, when they call zone two and people just sprint to the line, like basically shove just to get in line to get on the plane. I'm like, guys, we're all going to end up on there. Also, why do you want to have to just get on there and have to sit and breathe in everybody else's air? Like, I don't know, especially just because I traveled recently. I just remembered, you know, how hectic and like crazy people get trying to get on these airplanes. And it's almost like funny watching people. My mom and I always wait, especially because like we're the type of people when they're like, does anybody want to check their bag? You know, we have too many bags. We do that. We, d we don't care. We check them. And so, like, we don't have any luggage, so we really have, you know, no need to be the first ones on the plane to make sure we have a spot. And so we almost people watch. And people go in. People, I've seen people shove and people get really mad. And I just think it's so funny. I just think it's so funny that people are in always such a rush. It's like, everybody, you know, let's calm down. Let's find the sin. Yeah, I guess that one's just more funny to me that, you know, people are that aggressive trying to board a plane. People who can't be accommodating. And I think this bugs me because I'm a very accommodating person. I tend to take one for the team often, I feel like, especially when it comes to, like, picking things to do or places to eat or whatever. Like, I'm not going to be picky but dealing with people that, like, it's their way or the highway, oh, that can be really tough sometimes to not, like, blow up on that person and be like, dude, are you for real? Like, not everybody wants to do this either, but, like, we're in it together. We'll figure it out. I don't know. That one, that one is a tough one. But I don't really have, you know, a lot of people like that around me anymore. That was more of, like, a younger like high school thing I feel like that really bugged me um the next thing being late and this bugs me 
when it happens for myself personally, because I'm a very on-time person. On-time to me is like 10 or 15 minutes before I'm supposed to be there. That's on-time to me. So even when I get there like right on time, it bugs me. Just because I've been, you know, my dad just always preached to always be on time growing up. Like we were never, ever late to anything. And so when I'm like literally on time, if I, if I have to get to something at say four and I get there, you know, at 3.56, that like bugs me so much. And I don't really get as bothered by other people being late just because like I know it happens. The only time it bugs me is when, you know, they are chronically late all the time. So I know that they're just never reliable. And usually with those people, the way that I um, choose to continue, you know, if I have to like meet up with them for things at a certain time, I just tell them like 30 minutes. Like say we need to be there at 4, I tell them we need to be there at 3.30. Because odds are they'll show up, you know, right at 4, which is perfect then. But yeah, I guess lateness. Lateness is just a big stressor for me. Other people, no, not a care in the world if they're late. <laughs> Which, hey, all the power to ya. But you better not be late when I'm there, alright? Next, just the topic of nails. So, I currently have acrylics on. Something that drives me absolutely nuts with having acrylics on is obviously money. Like, Sense, you know, when you have to pick up change, it's literally impossible. And it's so embarrassing when you're dealing with customers and like you drop, you know, the quarter on the, on the, whatever it is, table counter, and you're like trying to pick it up and they're just like watching you struggle. And then you just have to like resort to the slide maneuver method while you just like slide it out the corner so you can pick it up. Oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. But it was really funny. A lady the other day when I was at the grocery store, um, I dropped I dropped my quarter that I was trying to give to her. And I was trying really hard to pick it up. And she's like, no worries. She slid it off and she goes, I have acrylics too. It's the absolute worst. And I was like, thank you. You know the pain of when the change drops and it's so hard to pick up. The other thing with acrylic nails is jewelry clasps. I have broke down into tears before because I get so frustrated that I can't undo a clasp or like re, you know, re-put the necklace on and get the the fish hook with the nails to like, you know, perfectly match the circular jump ring. Like, oh, it pains me like thinking about it. It makes me like tense up and just get so frustrated because when you're by yourself and you're trying to put on jewelry and you just like it's like the 20th time trying and you're like on the verge of tears because you just you just can't get it. So frustrating. <laughs> so frustrating. The same that same feeling I get too, like when I'm trying to do my hair a specific way and I've just tried over and over and over and over to get it right. And then you just finally give up and you're just like, God damn it, like I'm just so pissed. Nothing is working out. Yeah, those those are the types of things that it frustrates me so much that I cry sometimes. <laughs> like, literally, I will admit that, yes, I have cried trying to put on jewelry before. It's just the worst. It's the absolute worst. 
Now, when I don't have acrylic nails and I choose to paint my nails, which is not very often anymore because this is what always happens, they get messed up within, you know, 20 minutes. Whether, you know, you accidentally stub your toe, you, you know, touch your nails to your hair and it gets like the hair strands in it or it gets like all, you know, crinkled. It's so annoying to have to like take all the nail polish off and redo it. Like at this point, when I don't have acrylics on, I'm leaving the nails bare because boy, oh boy, is it so annoying to look down either at your fingernails or toenails after you've just painted them and they're already messed up. It's like, what's that even, why did I even do this? What was the point of that? Why? Something that happened to me today though, that this is not on the topic of pet peeves. I was opening my window at work today, came down on me ripped my acrylic off it went flying and oh the worst pain ever and I had just got these done I guess that is a pet peeve too when you just go get your fresh set of acrylics and you know the, the weirdest thing happens where they rip off and break not only is it so incredibly painful to have a fresh acrylic ripped off your nail but then it's like, why do I even have this? Like, this looks dumb. Now I just have this set and a whole nail is missing and I'm just pissed. And today, of course, I'm leaving for this, you know, country festival and I don't have time to go get the nail redone. And so now I'm just going to be out here with nine acrylics on and a nasty looking, you know, finger that has half the nail missing because it ripped off with the acrylic and the most annoying part was I couldn't find it because I was going to maybe, you know, like buff my nail down and re-glue the acrylic. No, nowhere to be found. I don't know where it flew. I heard it. Oh, so annoying. So annoying. The last, oh, I guess that was it. Interesting. I thought I had another one, but that's okay because I went on to Instagram at Unqualified Talk and asked all of you guys what some of your most annoying pet peeves are. And these were great. I loved these responses. So to start off, um, Olivia, Liv, ew, I don't know why I just said that. Sorry, Liv. She said, people that ride their bikes with no hands. Assholes. <laughs> I guess I have never really seen that happen. That's not true. I have seen that. But that's so funny, Liv, that that is a pet peeve of yours. Um, I think that I would find that more comical. But you know what? All the, all the power to you if that, you know, really gets on your nerves. Next time that happens, I will see if I feel the same way. How about that? Um, she also said, she has a lot for me. People making gross noises with their mouths when they eat. Yes, 100%. This happens a lot, you know, where I work too with people, you know, eating gelato. It's just, it's just really hard too because you're like, didn't you, weren't you ever told to chew with your mouth closed? There are just so many people out there that just munch away with their mouths wide open. I hate it too when people talk with their mouth full and at least don't like 
Because if I have food in my mouth and I have to talk to, talk to somebody, I at least like put my hand over my mouth. Some people just go full out blah, 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 with food in their mouth. Sonar, just ugh. ugh. She also said, people that don't pull up all the way in drive through lanes. <laughs> That's a really good one. That is so good. Or, you know, like the, I don't know, pull all the way up. Yeah. When people leave those, like, fat gaps in between the cars, it's so annoying. So, and I don't know why, like, it usually bugs, like, the normal person when people do that because, like, you know... We're all going to get to the same place eventually. But, yeah, it does, like, tick you off a little bit when you, like, you want to honk almost. Like, I like I said, I never honk, but people have definitely honked at me, too, if I, like, don't notice that the person in front of me has pulled up a long ways. And I'm like, oh, crap, sorry. Like, my bad, my bad. That's a good one. Cooper said, chewing with your mouth open once again. Yep. Nasty. Not using a blinker. That is another great car pet peeve. That is so annoying. So annoying. Because how hard is it, you know? I I am one of those people, I'm turning my blinker on when there's nobody even behind me. When I'm just like out in the middle of nowhere. You betcha I'm still turning on my blinker. It's also just like habit. But yeah, it's so annoying when, you know, you're in traffic and you're like pretty close to somebody and then they just decide to like turn with no blinker or change lanes without putting a blinker on that's so rude not only to is it super dangerous I don't understand some people especially drivers gosh another one Sydney Sydney says when someone says guess what like they have something to tell you and then they say never mind that is a great pet peeve that is really annoying super annoying. I haven't really had that happen to me since high school. I feel like that's a super high school thing. Like, oh my gosh, guess what? I have this like really, really crazy thing to tell you. Wait, but I can't. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, that makes you want to like slap the person in the face, unfortunately. (laughs) At least for me, it does. I haven't had that happen to me in a long time, but yes, that irks me as well. Mac said, Haters, damn right. Haters be out here, you know, thinking they're going to get a rise out of, you know, me and a lot of my friends. And it's like, grow up. Come on. Like, that's just so uncalled for. So annoying. Waste your energy and time doing something beneficial. The amount of, you know, like, haters out there, if they, like, put that time and energy towards, you know, like, going to pick up garbage or, like, doing something to help with society, like, think about how much better this world would be. But no, you just have people constantly commenting, like, you suck, and it's like, okay, well, you suck, like, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, that's super annoying. I agree. She also said, um, I'm trying to find it. Give me a second here, because it was a really good one. Michaela also said, impatient people. We're going to finish today's episode off with this pet peeve. Yes, I totally agree. I I guess I'm just fortunate that I'm a very patient person. 
And I feel like you're kind of either born with patience or you're not, but it is something that definitely can be learned. But so many people, you know, I deal with at work, at everyday life are just so impatient and it's so frustrating. And I think, you know, that comes from society today where you you get everything just so quick. Like you can literally order something off Amazon and it comes within a day or two. Like people just don't realize, you know, how lucky we are. And it drives me nuts when this happens in public. My boyfriend is very impatient and I always get on him because I'm like, dude, realistically, we have all the time in the world. We we do not need to get this upset and this frustrated about something just because it's not happening as quickly as you want it to be. That is a great pet peeve, Mac. Thank you for that one. I really appreciate that, even though it's making me like mad thinking about it. Um, so with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm feeling a little bit like rage just like talking about all these pet peeves all the things that bug me but that was really fun I definitely like think that I could do a whole other episode on this just because like there are so many things that you know irk me to the core but with that once again thanks so much for listening and I will see you guys in next week's episode bye